I just thought of a new word. It would be like XP osmosis. So that's the natural, because you said you like getting XP the natural way. So how about that? <laughs> yeah. Like you just kind of like, it, you just absorb the XP. You don't go out and actively try to level up. It makes it sound like, like almost like I prefer a water birth and a, and a midwife mm -hmm. at home. <laughs> you took that to a place I, I never met. <laughs> I like getting XP the natural way. Oh, I, I get way. it now. Okay. And welcome to episode 21 of Starfield with Normal People. My name is Michael and I am here with Edwayne. What's up, everybody? What is going on? Oh, man, I'm I'm uh, having a fabulous week, Michael. Just doing a lot of Starfielding. Not Snorfield, by the way, which is what someone said in our in our comments <laughs> section. I don't agree with that statement. I, I, I laughed. <laughs> I did was... laugh. That was a new one. That, that was, was a new, a new one, one for me, me too. But yeah, um, playing Starfield and, you know, just living my life. Trying to make I my way that. in the universe. I hear that. Michael, how was your week? Oh, man, I've been grinding. Grinding uh, up to level 100. Yeah, it's the only achievement that I have left to get in Starfield, at least until they add more with DLC someday. But uh, I'm going to high-level planets, trying to find the meanest, uh, scariest beasts, and just mowing tons of them down until so wait, I run you out have of bullets. A thousand planet uh achievement? That's an achievement, right? No, all, it's all planets. It's so they have touching down on a hundred planets. A hundred, okay. But they also have so that was pretty easy. But we said only three percent of players have it. So Yeah. The harder one was that you had to visit every system in the galaxy. Mm. And some stars sort of like overlap uh so some like if you're just looking at the star map uh here's a tip for anyone that doesn't know if your star looks like a solid white dot it means you have not been there yet and if it's glowing like a star uh that means you have been there but sometimes a, a solid white dot will be hiding behind a glowing star so it gets a little tough after a while to keep track of which galaxies you've been to star systems Excuse me. I'm seeing white dots. Have you seen a doctor? No, just white dots. Just dad joke. Bad dad joke. <laughs> it took me a second, but I got it. <clears throat> well, Michael, uh, someone actually bought the extended warranty from the people selling ship warranties in space, right? We've yeah. seen this kind of like a uh, call to the famous, uh, and we actually parodied this uh, in one of our videos where we talk about drive-throughs having a, like a robot asking you if you a want- A robot voice. Yeah, yeah, robot voice. And, but right at the beginning of the video, you get like a spam phone call and you know, yes. it's, it's like, do you want to extend your car warranty? It's such a meme that Bethesda went and put it right into the game. But someone actually yep. went out and bought the extended warranty. Yeah, just about every Starfield player has seen this ship, and you have the option to just attack them. But yeah, a user on the Starfield subreddit named Various Counter actually paid for it, but they didn't get the most expensive one. Apparently, they got the fifty thousand credits warranty. Version. And I love that there's choices. By the way, I mean, <laughs> there's it's not just a warranty. You can get like the silver, the platinum, the gold warranty. This is hilarious. And as far as I know, for instance, the Platinum Elite plan, you spend 200,000 credits. As far as oh I know, God. you don't you get any benefit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
You should get an achievement for get, that at least. <laughs> you don't get any benefit. You just get like a you get the warranty on like a you know a data pad or something. It's just like real life insurance. <laughs> yeah. This person was brave enough to actually document you know buying one. Most people wouldn't waste the credits on even. I guess you could always quick save, but. That's true. I mean, but, I never uh, think of that when I'm in the game. I'm not like, I'm not thinking of gum saving, saves coming. Now I can't even remember because that guy corrected us in the comments. He's like, yeah, it's scum we, saving. We got corrected. I So I'm pretty sure that we were saying scum saving and it's save scumming. Yes. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I'm not, that's not on my mind to save scum, but unless, here's what I have. I have regret save scumming because something bad happens and then I'm like, I should have saved or <laughs> I should have, mm -hmm. you know, not like three hours ago or the last auto save, which is like ridiculously, you know, far behind now. So I have saves coming yes. regret. Is there a, like, you know, there's buyer's remorse. So mm -hmm. is there, um, <laughs> you know, it's cause there's no, there's no word for not saving. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I think there is I it's foolishness. <laughs> well, uh, listen, I mean, I yeah. grew up in, in the era of Nintendo entertainment system. There weren't a whole lot of saves happening on the NES. Let me tell you. Okay. It no. was basically like Zelda came out with a battery embedded into the cartridge. And that was revolutionary, my friend, because then you yep. could actually save. You could, but of course the saving. Very rare. Was entering in. 50 characters on the screen, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was like, I remember is that an O codes. or is that a zero? Or, you know, it was like, there was a lot of ambiguous characters going on. I remember lots of games that you would get past a certain level and then you could you get the you code would show a to, code on mm -hmm. the screen and you would get your notebook and write it down. Right. So you could pick up where you left off next time. Yeah, you, you people don't know how good you have it now with <laughs> just saving whenever you want. But then, I mean, people people go like you. You want the survivor mode. You actually crave yeah. old school roguelike or roguelite style Some gaming. Yeah, I do somewhat. Uh, there's there's certain like permadeath is I don't know. I've got to be in the right mood for it mm -hmm. because per permadeath like Don't Starve is a great game for survival and permadeath. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got one of my favorite games was The Long Dark. And yeah, like you would see things going south and you'd freak out because you're right. about to lose that character <laughs> forever. I was reading about uh, survivor mode in Fallout because I've never done it. And they said to get the uh, the water perk. I think it's Aqua Boy because yeah. you can actually bypass a lot of stuff through water and it's safer and you don't take rads and you can breathe underwater. So it's like a perk that no one ever takes, but it's really yeah. helpful yeah. Survivor, mo survivor mode apparently because they're spending a lot of time running away. <laughs> You're literally yep, like, I can't fight this guy right now. I'm running away. That's what I think will be interesting uh, if Starfield has survivor mode where you have to eat and drink. Then those perks like, you know, we've I think we've talked about how worthless the food perks seem right now in the game. Right. It's just like, who cares? Sure, like food has some bonuses maybe, but... I, I honestly, like, I just don't pay attention to those very much. And food is and, everywhere in the game. Like, food is all over the place. It's yeah. easy to get. It doesn't give you a whole lot of health, like we've talked about before, because maybe you can level it up and it gives you more. But initially, it's like five, five health, you know, for the trouble of picking it up and eating it. 
and carrying it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't yeah doesn't seem that worth it. I got a new skill set. I was going to ask you about so that the, because you you went through NG. You're on NG plus one, and you plus two actually. You're now. on plus two now. So is this yep. this is the new skill set? Because you can keep your skills. Keep your skills. You get to do the game again, but you keep your skills. Yeah. I thought I saw you mention on our Discord that you completely wiped the slate and now you know what skills to pick. What I was saying was that I'm excited to do that soon, mm. but I'm, I'm not gonna do it until I hit 100, level 100 on this character. I see. I'm excited to do a new character, who knows. Gotcha. That might, I, it might take me a few more weeks. By the way, someone posted a video in our Discord of a three hour speed run, or three hours to level 100, which- No way. Yeah, I couldn't believe it, I was like, I need to... Were, were they crafting? You know, I only got like the first third of the video. I figured they were just building building stuff. I know that you can you can set up an outpost to give you certain materials and then you grab those materials and you craft like a thousand of whatevers. That sounds so boring. And it will boring. get you... Yeah. I did <laughs> I mean, it I for like why? a minute. <laughs> like, I don't... And what's the advantage of being the next level? Unlocking the next skill i guess but another skill yeah i do think about that because i vacillate between oh i don't want to grind levels i just want to play the game have fun i'll get the xp eventually i'll get mm -hmm. it naturally right then there are times where you're like man i would really like these next four skills and when you're level 84 like i am uh it takes a long time right. to get to the next level that makes sense so those types of things are tempting, but uh, I haven't gotten to that point yet. I, I like going to a high level planet and just, you know, taking out a bunch of scary fauna. I just thought of a new word. It would be like XP osmosis. So that's the natural, because you said you like getting XP the natural way. So how about that? <laughs> yeah. Like you just kind of like, it, you just absorb the XP. You don't go out and actively try to level up. It makes it sound like, like almost like I prefer a water birth. And a, and a midwife mm. at home. <laughs> you took that to a place I, I never met. <laughs> I like getting XP the natural way. Oh, I, I get way. it now. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, where are you going with this uh, <laughs> with this analogy? What else you yeah. got, Michael? Well, someone on the No Sodium Starfield subreddit by the name of... Wait, are they paying us? Because we have dropped their subreddit <laughs> way too many times. Well, we <laughs> They better be linking our stuff in there. They, well, I'll say this. There's a lot of people in the No Sodium... Do I sound salty? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm detecting some sodium. No, I, I there's a lot of people <laughs> in the no sodium subreddit that are fans of the show. Absolutely. But, and I, I jest, but oh, yeah. I, I appreciate I appreciate that subreddit, absolutely. Uh, but I agree that they should pay us, obviously. <laughs> of course, come on. But a user, a user by the name of OB pointed out, they said, I don't think I've ever shot so many enemies in the b-hole before Starfield. So ball, ball joint? Oh, B-hole. B-hole. They pointed out that because a lot of enemies will uh, sometimes drop to the floor and um, sort of present their derriere, a lot of them get shot mm. right up Main Street, as Deadpool <laughs> would say. Uh, I, I don't know that I've noticed that, although I'm not looking for it, <laughs> per se. Um, 
necessarily. Although I don't have the the booty mod that you can get, um, you know, that makes everybody's butt huge. <laughs> so I think if I install that mod, I would have a better chance of noticing yeah. this. But yeah, I actually uh, one time I was hmm. in quite a firefight, and as I was running away, I saw that I had a, a very unfortunately placed bullet hole right where it would go. Yeah. Where the sun don't shine. Right where the sun don't shine. Although, there, you know, there's there's a group of people that actually will go out and make sure the sun does shine where the sun don't shine. Right. Yeah. Who are those people? I don't know what they call themselves. What group? But you should, uh, <laughs> if you're listening... The you great should... cornholios? <laughs> if you're listening, you should definitely Google it. <laughs> it is pretty hilarious. Not at work, though. Wait, there's videos? I mean, they don't show like anything. People... <laughs> <laughs> The but gears are turning. I don't they, know. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure there's a Vice documentary about it somewhere. <laughs> right. Vox or something. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's good to know, I guess. Well, Dwayne, the next community item, actually, uh, I really like this tip. This was from the Bob Todd. Uh, it's one of the many ways to get easy XP and credits. I'm always interested in these. But only if you have the astrophysics skill, especially if it's all the Ooh. way to rank four. So this right. Wait, what tier is that? Is that the second or third? Oh, it's tier three. It is tier three. There it is. Expert. So you probably have to be about level 25 before you can even unlock uh, astrophysics to start with. But, yeah. I mean, that's not that bad. As I was going through the game with this first character, it's still still the same character I'm playing now, I definitely, like, I realized that I liked scanning planets, but I, you know, wouldn't mind a faster way to do it. So I mm-hmm. actually put a bunch of points into uh, scanning and, you know, botany and zoology. So mm-hmm. I definitely did all that. And now I realize I'm, I'm in this grind to get to 100, and I have not been scanning planets, like, from the star map. And that is something that I could be doing, so I'll, I'll probably <laughs> be doing that to grind out my levels for a bit until I get bored. I never have a plan to grind my levels. I just play the game. Yeah. So I guess that means I'm I'm not taking leveling up seriously. I mean, you're role-playing. You're just, you're just living the Starfield yeah. life. You're just in there. And I have mm-hmm. to tell you, I'm only doing this because of that friggin' achievement, and I can't wait to be free of it and live my wow. life the way Dwayne lives his. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, honestly, you should install Starfield on your PC, the laptop that you have, and enable mods because those disable achievements unless you get the achievement mod yeah. <laughs> that allows you to use mods and keep achievements. But point is, you could free yourself of these awful achievements that are holding you down from living your best creative star-filled life, Michael. Yeah, I know. Well, and here's the funny thing <laughs> is, when Xbox 360 first came out and they added achievements, it was like fun. And then I remember I had to send my 360 you know, to get fixed because I got the red ring of death and mm-hmm. because I temporarily didn't have a console in the house I was like you know what I should get a Nintendo Wii so I got a Nintendo Wii here's what I found achievements had ruined me as I was playing games on the Wii I had this weird thought of I'm not earning any achievements so does this matter it was mm. so strange to have that happen to me where the the achievements made gameplay worth something. But Michael, when you get to uh, video game heaven and 
Saint Mario is at the gates, the pearly gates, and he he starts to look at all your achievements. I mean, you're a shoe in. Yeah, yeah, I'm making I mean, it. Think in, about yeah. it though. Like, what what's the end game on an achievement? Because do you go back and and peruse all your old achievements ever? Like, do you kind of? I oh, know. Look at my awards. I know people that do a little bit. Uh, I have some achievement hunter friends. I have sometimes to just be like, hey, look at this. This was a difficult one. But yeah, no, almost never. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, we're on a video call right now, and I'm look in the. Is that a quilt with all your achievements hanging <laughs> right behind you? Like, <laughs> that's right. Every no, but <laughs> every achievement I have turned into a quilt square. Um, no, but my my point is like it is ridiculous. Like. And just so you know, I'm I'm clean of that behavior now to an extent. So mm-hmm. I became actually very anti-achievement for quite a long time where I was just like, no, I'm just having fun. So I will go after achievements only when a game is really, really fun and I just think, ah, I got most of the others. I can probably get that one. So I'm going to get that one. You know, yeah, so and like, there's that there endorphin like rush when it comes on the screen. Yeah. And and because and if it is something like this level 100 achievement, it's the last one. Like when you pull that off, there's going to be an endorphin rush that's like, yes. Yep. And that does make the gameplay after that that much sweeter, I think, in a way. So, yep. but the initial grind kind of on the last last one or the last few, you know, seems like it might not be as fun. I do I I think with my my play style I, they just happen randomly. I'm like, oh, that was an achievement. I didn't even realize it. So it's yeah. kind of cool to see it pop on the screen. And then yeah. once in a while, like when I'm in the Steam page, like I'll see some of the other available achievements. And then I might, in the back of my head, I might put it on the back burner yeah. and think, oh, well, if I do a few more of this task, then I'll get that other achievement. But yeah, definitely not an achievement hunter by any any means. I do have some friends that they... Once they've gotten all the achievements that they can get, they're kind of done with that game. And mm. I'm not like that at all. Like, I have my, we've talked about my comfort games. I just mm-hmm. enjoy playing them. And like Skyrim, I never, like, I never really cared about the achievements. I just wanted to role play. I just wanted to be in that world. And it wasn't until this last summer before Starfield came out that I just thought, you know what? Before Starfield comes out, I'm going to get all the remaining achievements in Skyrim. And it, yeah, it was tough. I think I put in like 350 hours of a new character just to get the achievements and and I did it. But yeah, I don't normally do that. That's not normally how I play games. It was Skyrim and Barbie Horse. I mean, you had to get both, you know, both of those games, all the achievements and it was worth it. It was so worth it, especially Barbie. Um, a lot of, lot of diamonds, <laughs> a lot of diamond achievements. How does this all relate back to the astrophysics skill? Uh, well, so essentially what you do is you go through the star system. There are a lot of uh, planets that, you know, some of them you can't land on. So a gas giant you can't land on. So you just scan it and it's surveyed. So now that's not only XP that you've earned for fully scanning a planet, but in addition to that, you can then take the data and sell it. Like you, it gives you a data pad of uh, of that planet's information. So, mm, okay. Essentially, you know, there's a lot of planets where you have to go down. You have to put boots on the ground and actually scan the animals, scan the plants. But yeah, if you just go 
star system to star system, uh, and this is how I was making money for a while, you can, yeah, you just scan all these planets and quite a few of them will be, uh, I think, ice giants, gas giants. There's asteroids sometimes that you can scan. Mm. And as soon as mm -hmm. you scan it, it counts as being instantly surveyed. Now, nice. the, the reason astrophysics comes into play as well is you, oh man, early on, I like I almost didn't even remember this. Early on, you have to fly to a planet to scan it, right? You have to travel mm -hmm. to it, you have to be in its orbit, and then you can survey. Uh, with astrophysics at tier four, I can actually go without traveling to the planets. I can scan, 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 scan everything in that system. And then I can go mm -hmm. like a few stars over and scan everything within a certain radius of that star system. 30 light years, it says. 30 light years. So there you mm -hmm. go. And That's phenomenal. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that, that actually reminds me of that speed run video I mentioned earlier because how quickly this person was moving through the universe was mind boggling. I mean, most of it's just menu speed and knowing the game mechanics, right. but the, this person was like, you know, on this planet, here, there, there. And I mean, the fast travel is insane when you remember to use it. Like half the time yeah. I'm like running back to my ship and I'm like, I could have fast traveled. What yeah. the heck am I yeah. doing? You know, like it's kind of the opposite of what we were talking about before uh, with s slowing down and enjoying like the right. environment. This is yep. the exact opposite. Like if you have a thing you're trying to do, you can speed around this game with with unbelievable efficiency. That's what I like about how you explore swaths of land is I don't, I'm not a fan of caves, but if there's a cave on the way to where I'm going, I'm gonna walk past it because then it adds that point onto the map. And then mm -hmm. the more of those points you uncover, you have a bunch of fast travel spots that you can use to navigate. So right. that is interesting. That actually reminds me of a tip that I read that I did not know. And hmm. that is that if you are stuck in a cave or if you are stuck on someone else's ship in, you know, and you're in orbit, you're in space, you can- Happens a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you can fast travel back to your ship from anywhere. So I didn't know you could do this from a cave. What you do is you open your map and it's, Either you can you can do it both ways. So it's either your star map or it's the local map. So wherever you see your ship, you can then fast travel there. I have been right. navigating my way out of caves, out of dark caves. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that you could do this. So that is, I think that's gonna be a helpful tip. That actually leads us into our next bullet point, which is tips that make you feel dumb for not knowing them. Right? Yeah. Where did you find this uh, this list of tips, Michael? Oh, where do you think I found it? You know, the low-sodium Starfield <laughs> yeah. uh, subreddit? Low-sodium, yeah. <laughs> um, Sweet. Yeah, so... They're the best over there. Yep. These are pretty great tips. So I, I thought we could take a look at this. Yeah. All right, well, we got one right here. It says, uh, I was terrible at space combat, kept getting shot by ships behind me. I could never get them in my sights. Then I realized it's much easier if you don't boost. See, that goes against logic, right? 
and you actually slow right. down your ship, which is the S key on, on PC. Slowing down my ship to an almost dead stop increases maneuverability so much. I can do a 360 backflip and get them in my sights so much easier. Yeah, I never would have thought of this. I have a rebuttal to this. Uh, okay. it, it might depend on his ship because mm -hmm. I would love to be corrected if I'm wrong, but I believe your engine speed has a sweet spot in the middle. If you're all the way low, you're not gonna turn as fast because you're not moving. I, again, I could be mistaken, I haven't tested this, but early on in gameplay, I'm pretty sure it said that in the, in the middle, you're still going, but you're not going so fast that your turn radius is not great. If uh, you're listening to this and you have a thought on this, let us know because isn't it better to be in the middle? It's still a good tip because a lot of people gun it and mm -hmm. you cannot turn as fast if you're gunning it and going as fast as possible. So that is That's true. my first inclination is to hit the boost for sure. You know, there's a follow-up comment which says, you can actually go into the menus, select very easy in the difficulty if you're in a dogfight, if you suck at space combat, and mm. then change it back to whatever difficulty setting you had before, and the space combat would be much easier. Yeah. Just for the combat. That's a good idea. It's kind of cheesing it, but I mean, it, I know yeah. people can get frustrated when their ship blows up or when they don't have the best ship or defenses or skills or whatever for space combat. I've had some tough ship battles that, yeah, were very frustrating because I hadn't put anything into ships. That's kind of what I was talking about with starting a new character. Like I have just been doing this well-rounded character where I'm dabbling in a bunch of different things. And honestly, I think I want to do a character from all five like like five characters based on the five areas of expertise right. i think that that would be really interesting will it be a, a f kind of more efficient way to explore that tier completely given how many points it takes to fill out a complete you know section yeah. So yeah, I think that's a good idea. I've already decided that my first new, more focused character is going to be a melee build because I just didn't touch melee hardly at all in this mm -hmm. game, um, unless I ran out of bullets, which was almost never. So I really just want to explore that because I was looking at the skills and like I think early on we talked about how this game just is not built for a melee build. Mm -hmm. I, I'm starting to take that back a little bit because I saw that some of the skills included getting a percentage of your health back with each right. melee kill. So if you put points into like health regeneration and you're putting points into uh, just essentially being hard to hit you know I, I don't know if that's one of them but but just as an example if you're putting it into these things where you're fast you're you have a lot of health and then you're killing people and getting your health back i think it could be viable i'm going to test it out that's going to be my first character first new character yeah i mean that was the build that i went for and then i quickly found out that it's not great for well maybe it is i mean it helped me a little bit but i never use boxing yeah. Early game. Right. So those points felt really wasted. No, you're right. I think that was our point was that it was an impossible build to start with. They also have very few melee weapons in the game right now. I would love to see them expand 
melee weapons because yeah. you get like uh, you get the axes and you get uh, the, there's like one other thing the kni well, knives right I've noticed that they they have quite a few knives they have well I guess I say quite a few it's like two maybe two or three but then they have mm -hmm. a short sword they have like the tanto yeah uh, and then they have the Varun pain blade which I think the pain blade is the most but also to your point either you can't do any crafting whatsoever or the crafting's very minimal. It's one of those. Right. I want to say you can't do any crafting. You can find blades with bonuses. So you can find mm -hmm. a legendary. Yeah, like the extended yeah. clip. <laughs> <laughs> the extended clip blade. So what other tips uh, did they list here? Here's a quick one. The D-pad scrolls faster than the analog stick in every menu for you Xbox people. Yeah, so I have noticed left stick moves very slow. Maybe I haven't messed with D-pad, but I know that the combination of the bumpers and the, the stick or the D-pad, mm -hmm. you can zip real fast between like, you know, uh, if you've got a bunch of things you're selling or buying and you wanna, mm -hmm. you know, max it out or whatever. Uh, yep, yeah. that's a fast way to do that. I will say there's a lot of these tips that I am seeing that I did know. So maybe I'm becoming a Starfield pro and maybe I am mm. allowed to have a podcast. There you go. You earned it, buddy. Oh, there um. is a, there's one I didn't know. Apparently mag weapons, I have not tested this, but apparently mag weapons can be charged before you release the trigger. What? Some, I don't oh, know. I didn't know that. That's what somebody said. Mm, now, we need to test that. That sounds bogus, but it could be I mean, wrong. it's written on the internet, so it's got to be true. It's got to be true. I'll tell you one thing that is true, though, that a lot of people don't know. When you are using your laser cutter to mine resources, you can actually hold left trigger to make it fire, like, basically hotter. And it will, like, it has, like, a cooldown period and you will reach that faster. But here's what's cool. The next time you're out cutting rocks, hold left trigger without blasting the laser. You're gonna see a little reticule of like, it's like three lines or something, and it's gonna go mm -hmm. whoop, and it's gonna go right to the middle, and that's gonna tell you it's going to be all the way charged as soon as you hit it. And the rocks just go clink, 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 like you just get them fast. So These that, rocks are way too hard. You need to <laughs> cut it. So make sure you try that if you are, I believe, on PC, it is right-click. Aha. So Good to using know. that, you can mine for resources faster. Here's a tip from Cryptographer Waste77. When you first arrive at a planet with life, there's an easy way to check if there's aquatic life. You know, you have that frustration where yeah. you're trying to scan the planet 100%. And you're not sure if you have to go into the water to find stuff. Click on the ocean as a landing zone, even though it won't let you land there. If there's aquatic life, it will say 0% scanned. Yep. If there's not aquatic life, it won't even show a percentage at all. So you knew this one as well. Yep, this one I knew. You are a pro. <laughs> <laughs> that, But that is a really good one. Very mm. good tip. Well, here's one I didn't know. Lasers are made of light and therefore can and will go through glass. If you're low on health and the enemies have laser weapons or turrets, be careful where you take cover. I was actually thinking the opposite. I was like, wow. sometimes enemies are behind 
glass and yeah. they don't come out the door the door's locked and you have to use like the unlock skill to open it well if you could see them through the glass pull out your laser weapon and pew pew wow yeah i recently was in a base or something and there was this big panel of glass i tried to shoot someone just regular bullets and i was like ah there's like glass here it's like bulletproof glass which i guess makes sense if you're making a lot of stuff out in space that glass must be pretty strong but yeah i i can't believe hmm. that that a laser weapon will go through the glass that's pretty cool okay this is really interesting someone is saying that some map icons in a star system i guess will slightly pulse so apparently okay. if they are slightly pulsing it's because there is something to do in that area so mm. like if there maybe it's a mission or it's a an event or a random encounter that's something i really want to watch for because now that i've played the game a lot like i really want to find you know more of the random encounters I actually, this weekend, I spent a ton of time, as you know, I was just searching for uh, something called the Abandoned Mining Platform. Right. And I know you yeah. put that on our show notes for last week, and then you actually yeah. went and found it in between <laughs> yep. then and now. The story, yeah, the story is kind of funny because I was, you know, it was a chill Saturday morning, and I was just having my coffee and playing Starfield. And I was just going from planet to planet. And then I was like, maybe it's gotta be high level planet. And then I would look up information. Someone said, oh, I think it has to be on ice planets. Were you drinking your coffee in a Starfield Adventure Club mug? Oh, I sure was, you better believe it. Of course, of course. You better believe it. So I'm going around from planet to planet, I've spent hours on this. So finally, as I'm going to a Icy volcanic planet, by the way, which is interesting. I post in our Discord server and I said, guys, I'm looking for this POI. It's rare. I would appreciate any tips you have if you have any. As soon as I posted that, I'm not kidding. My ship is landing on the planet. I didn't even have to look for it. Like, you know how in the animation of the ship landing, you'll see whatever's nearby? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I was landing right next to one. It was the funniest thing. I was like, of course, like, after I'm begging for information, it's well, going to just me, show up. Let me explain up. what happened. Um, so Todd Howard monitors our Discord, mm. and uh, he was able to send a quick little command to the Starfield uh, server, which then quick patched your game That's as right. you were landing. Oh, uh, man, to that's make so it appear. nice of him. So, obviously, I mean, <laughs> come on. Oh, man, shout out to Todd. Thanks for uh, <laughs> hanging out in our Discord. So, what would Todd Howard's Discord name be? Uh, it's it's probably Alduin. Right, that makes sense. I saw one today. It was actually in our Discord. It was that you can rename your guns. Did you oh, know this? Oh, yeah. I think renaming weapons goes as far back as Skyrim. And mm -hmm. then, but I don't. I actually don't remember if you could rename your guns in Fallout 4. You could, because I you did. Okay. I found a, it was like a 357 Magnum PI gun. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to rename uh, your gun in Starfield, you need to go to a weapon bench. But that's, that's how Fallout is as well. You can rename it through the weapons bench. 
Well, tell you what, why don't we link this article in our show notes and people can peruse. There's like hundreds of tips in here. Yeah, there's tons. I think that's a great idea. So check the show notes. So I've been seeing this kind of talking point regurgitated a lot lately, which is modders are walking away from Starfield. They're quitting (laughs) because the one story about the guy, (laughs) yeah, that one team or person who's doing the multiplayer mod said the game was trash or whatever. And so now all modders are walking away. Well, the reality is that it's actually the number 12 Starfield is the number 12 ranked game for number of mods on Nexus. On Nexus. Already. That's insane. uh, I saw 60,000 mods, I guess. Is that right? Yeah, but 30,000 are um, thick booty mods. (laughs) Wait, are you serious? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) I I could totally believe that. Oh, man, I could totally believe that. It could be. Um, Um, No, but this actually is amazing because, number one, the game is new. And I know it's not... It's not brand new. It's been out for a few months, but it sure as Mm -hmm. hell is newer than most of the other games that are there. So number 12 is crazy for that reason. And then the other reason is because mod support has not been released yet. Official mod support. I've modded several games in the past. I I did levels for Half-Life, a couple other first-person shooters. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, when they do a sequel... They a lot of times use the same engine or the same development tools and the same naming conventions. Basically, what I'm getting at is a modder can create mods based on the game before the tools are released because it uses all the same technology as Skyrim or as Fallout 4 or Fallout 76, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's easy to make mods um, now. How many how many more are we going to get when they do release the Creation Engine? What's it called? Creation Club. Creation Club. Yeah. Not just a Sunday school thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. I, I love that they, you know, I'm a filthy console peasant, but I love that, that they put mods on the Xbox. Right. So that's going to be fun. I, I'm really just curious what people are going to do. I generally stay away from things that are not lore friendly, um, just because mm. that's just mm-hmm. what kind of nerd yeah. I am. I, I kind of agree with you. I, I don't want Star Wars mods in my Starfield. Yeah. I don't I don't mix my Fruit Loops and my Cheerios, and I'm not putting <laughs> Mandalorian in my Starfield, okay? You know, and it's funny because you already, one of my favorite armors is basically your cosplaying in Starfield as Mandalorian. Like, it's it's very similar. Uh, I'm blanking on the name, but the, there's a type of armor that's very similar to Mandalorian armor. It's called Boba Fettian armor. (laughs) (laughs) It's sort of reddish, and then there's silver plating on it. But what I love even more is that you can get, I think it's like Sidonian Guard, which is the same armor except it's bright green on the underneath Mm. part, the fabric part. So it's very, like, and I think you can only get it from the UC distribution lady that's there in New Atlantis. Fashion tip of the week. There you, you go, here, folks. Uh, mod support should be coming pretty soon, early this year. So very excited to see what the community is going to put together. I got to finish watching that uh, level up in three hours to level 100 video so I can 
finish the game so I can then download mods. Like your thing is get the achievements, <laughs> yeah. then have fun. My thing is like finish the game and then really install the mods I want at that point. Yep. All 30,000 booty mods. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, should we move on to our Starfield Adventure Club, Michael? We have uh, a Discord. Yeah. There are people in it, our friends, and we have a club. It's like a book club where you can go um, to a planet that we we uh, pick weekly. Yep. Every Wednesday, we all go and explore and talk about the planet. And Yes, last week... Everyone went to Cassiopeia One. People are writing stories like we we have people in our group that are essentially authors at this point, yeah. and others that are photographers using the photo mode in the game. Um, they're yep. putting together some really cool stuff. Quick idea: we package all this stuff together, make an ebook. Oh, see, that's a <laughs> we good won't idea. tell them. We'll just we'll steal all their content and uh, make an ebook. Shh, don't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Don't t don't tell the Discord. But it's it's good stuff. Like it's it's fun to read. People get really really creative with it. So yeah, come in come in the Discord and check out the Starfield Adventure Club. Hey, you know what we're gonna do though? We uh, we sent out mugs. You know, to the first few winners, right? Yeah. We got one of our Discord members to make patches. Who made the patches? Yeah, so someone by the name of Zegra Rocks uh, in Discord has been uh, making patches for themselves, but then being such an awesome member of the community, they thought, well, why don't I just make a whole bunch of them? And then he actually sent us some Starfield Adventure Club patches that look awesome. amazing. And we are gonna start sending these out Oh, you're, you're actually holding prizes. holding one up right now. It's it's beautiful. Beautiful, how huh? I, yeah. How do I get one of those? Well, you got to participate in the Starfield Adventure Club. It's very easy. You click on the link in the show notes. You just mm -hmm. come to the Discord and you just visit the planet that we're all visiting that week and just take some good pictures or tell a fun story and yep. you could be the weekly winner. Shout out to Zegra Rocks. Hey, they they really do rock. So thank you for those sure. patches, and now those sure those are going to be our awards for the Starfield Adventure Club for the next couple of times, and we might go back to coffee mugs too, uh, which we do still have those on our Redbubble uh, merch merch site. Yep, we still got them on if the merch wants site. One. I will say, uh, but wait, there's more. Uh, mm, just one more our, thing. Our late friend Billy Mays. I thought you were going to say uh, Steve Jobs. One more thing. So the one more thing is actually that my wife for Christmas made ha, had made some beautiful stickers for the Starfield Adventure Club. And oh, I don't cool. see any reason that we can't throw one of those in there as well. So if you're one of our weekly winners of the Starfield Adventure Club entry, then yeah, you're going to get a patch and you're going to get a sticker. Michael, for, for every winner, I'm going to whack myself in the forehead with a, a large wooden board as penance for all the bad jokes that I tell on, on this podcast. <laughs> so. so that's good. That's worth it. So Come into the Starfield Adventure Club, and, and then Dwayne will hit himself in the face. We also have Drive, which is the shipbuilding challenge. Every Sunday night, uh, Oliver and Bazahadro uh, have come up with a list of cool challenges, I guess you could say. So previous to this week, they actually were doing engines in the front, right. party in the back. I would assume. Mm -hmm. yep. And then this week, they're actually doing Transformer or Gundam style. I yes. 
cannot believe the entries that we're seeing. It is really incredible. I, I can't, mm -hmm. like we have some really talented shipbuilders in this community. And if you like building ships, please click our Discord link and come add your ship to this collection. I had one rule, no GoBots, which most people don't even know what those were, but <laughs> during, during the Transformers era, there was a cheap knockoff uh, That's called right. the GoBot, and they were just so junky. And I mean, I'm probably going to get some hate from, you know, the GoBot Club the GoBot of America. Community, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot of crossover. Uh, all right. You could yeah. build a GoBot ship. Impress me with your, <laughs> your GoBot ship. Go ahead. Uh, the Betamax of Transformers. Exactly. Yeah, we also have, uh, so that it's not a weekly challenge necessarily, but we have an open uh, group for, we call it Cribs, and that's for people that build a nice little outpost and you want to share it. I like looking at people's outposts. I think mm -hmm. it's really it, fun. It gives me decorating ideas or like places to go and check out too, because it's like, oh, I built my, my outpost here. And I was like, oh, I want to go explore that area yeah. that they built. My thing with outposts is I always end up building them like really sort of big, like I'll just build a lot of buildings. And mm -hmm. every once in a while, I'll see someone that just puts one like hab, you know, one little room, but then they intricately decorate that room and it makes yeah. it really homey and interesting and lived in, like it looks very lived in. So that's something that I, you know, next time I build an outpost, that's what I want to do. I like the the big fortress that someone built with all the walls. Did you see that one? Oh my gosh, yeah. Because I love uh, base building and tower defense style stuff. So I was like, yeah, I want to build something like that. I, I feel like a lot of those pieces of the, the wall were actually built out of their modules for like import and exporting materials right. and stuff. That's so exactly I don't know, what they, yep. I don't know how many of them were functional. <laughs> there were a lot. There's like, it looked They're like They're all functional hundreds. because they all form a wall. <laughs> right, yeah. So very, very cool. We talked about things we didn't know or tips that we didn't know of. I didn't realize that your base can randomly get attacked by spacers. Like that's programmed into the game. I've, oh, I haven't had that happen. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I haven't. I had one outpost that I spent quite a bit of time at that I was actually sort of building it out, but I never saw that happen. Uh, that does make sense to why you'd want to build turrets and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do want to see that more because if I'm going to build an outpost and just like stay there, uh, yeah, I want some sort of opposition or something to, to do, something to deal with. Perfect. All right, well... We have friends of the show, and those are people that contribute via the YouTube thanks and the membership on YouTube. If you're interested in doing that, definitely go on YouTube and join us. We yes. appreciate that. Yeah, there's three different uh, tiers available. You can be a normal person, you can be a very normal person, or you can be a super normal person. So there you go. Love it. And I, I shall strike thy head, thy forehead three times for the very normal person contribution. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, twice Dwayne <laughs> thusly for the what's the second tier? <laughs> sort of normal. So the, the the very normal person. Very normal. Yeah. And once for just normal. Yeah, you only mm -hmm. get one. We don't want to give Dwayne a concussion. 
unnecessary. I don't, I don't need too many lumps up there. Thanks to everyone that listens on Spotify, Apple, and thank you to those watching on YouTube. All the links that we talked about are provided in the show notes below. Extra special thanks for comments and feedback. Man, feedback has been awesome yeah. lately. We yeah. love the comments and thank you. Yes, we love talking to people. Also, if you like the show, please consider dropping a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. That would really help us out. And maybe go on to your second favorite podcast app and do it there, too. There you go. Thanks for traveling the Starfield with us. Make sure you subscribe because we will be back for more next week. Yes, we will. We'll see you then. Bye.